Hey everyone, welcome to Musing with Molly. I'm your host and healer, Molly Fitzpatrick, and today we're going to be talking about five ways to help you maintain your New Year's goals, habits, and resolutions. Now, just a reminder, everyone's inner seasons are different. I know last year around this time, it felt like a very inner work, internal, introverted time, whereas this year, I feel like there's a lot more movement and taking action. So just something to consider as you're listening and coming back to what you need right now and what may be more helpful later on. And I feel like this episode really has a balance of the inner work and also tools to help you actually take action and move into your goals and create healthy habits from a compassionate standpoint, but also one that holds you accountable. So I just want to remind you, as always, this is based off of my experience, my process for change, and what works for me, things that I come back to. If it doesn't resonate for you, that's okay. Please take what does and leave the rest. And um, I hope you enjoy musing with me. Let's dive in. Okay, so our first tip is creating attainable goals. Um, So I'm going to tell a little story just to paint the picture that I am trying to to illustrate what I'm trying to talk about. So when I first started practicing yoga um, or got back into practicing yoga consistently, um, I wound up making it a lot harder on myself. And I took on a bigger goal than I really was able to manage at the time, um, which wound up making it a lot harder for me. Um, You know, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to yoga twice a week and I'm going to do it at home on the other days. I'm going to get there, you know, every day. And I wasn't doing this at all. And I also really struggled with consistency in pretty much every area of my life. And I really was having a hard time leaving the house without another person. So to (laughs) expect myself to integrate such a hefty goal for me at the time was pretty discouraging and disheartening and unrealistic. So this would produce this cycle when I wouldn't do it, um, you know, of feeling bad and beating myself up and, oh, I didn't get there. And, oh, like, since I didn't do it perfectly, I'm not going to show up at all. Um, and I remember my therapist was like, you don't have to do the full shebang. How about we like pare it back? How about, you know, there's tons of videos online. Um, how about, you know, and that became like, oh, I went down the YouTube rabbit hole and I was unable to pick a uh, class. But she, we wound up finding someone and I watched a few classes and that triggered that muscle memory for me. I had taken quite a lot of yoga on and off through high school, through various programs. And, um, you know, from watching those videos, I was able to begin to cultivate a practice um, for myself that worked for me, you know, and something else that my therapist said was like, I think sometimes like when I would stop being, you know, having trouble getting over there, you know, she would say, I feel like sometimes you, you know, you're like, okay, I have to get over there and do it for an hour. And it's like, no, how about we just tailor it back to even 10, 15 minutes, And that just shows that 10 to 15 minutes can really change our life. Um, It doesn't have to be this big thing, especially right away. Um, You know, sometimes we need to consider where we're at um, to get to where we're going, if that makes sense. And 
now I can go over to my altar and do my yoga and my morning practice with relative ease most of the time. But I had to work my way up to that. You know, sometimes we have this big manifestation and it can be overwhelming because we're like, I don't even know where to start. And we have to break down that goal into manageable steps so that it can empower us to continue to move forward, if that makes sense. Um, So creating flow and ease, a sense of ease, I guess, in some way with your goals, Um, considering your schedule, your environment, what do you need to learn in order to do this, what needs to be let go of um, to integrate this intention or habit. you know, how can you set a goal that is attainable? How can you integrate it into your schedule? Are there boundaries that I need to set to create space for this? Is there a way to break this goal or manifestation down so that it feels lighter? Do I do better alone in a circumstance like this or within a group of people or a community? Um, Again, um, this is not a means to tell you to make your vision small in the slightest. Um, I believe that we can create a life that works for us. But I do think sometimes within the community, it's like manifest the life that you want and you can do it tomorrow and all of this stuff. And it's like, okay, that's great. But we're living in the real world and we're living in the 3D world here. Um, So change can take time and aligning can take time. And um, some things like you know, again, there is a natural state of flow and steps to get to a bigger goal. Oftentimes, it doesn't mean that we can't manifest something overnight. Um, In the slightest, that's not what I'm saying. We can leave space for or be open to the universe providing for us and having these miraculous moments or the universe surprising us and having a timeline shift. But We're also here on earth and we have to do the work too. Um, But again, sometimes I think we can get excited when we're going to implement something new. Um, We get, you know, inspired and motivated, but then when push comes to shove, the healing work comes up and, you know, it takes more time and energy than we initially thought. Um, So again, creating something that works for you. So I'm going to start to give a few examples just to kind of get you thinking about this concept a little bit more in different ways. So does it make sense for you to bring your gym clothes to work and go to the gym on your way home? Will you need a snack? Do you need to bring one with you or is there somewhere you can stop on the way over? Um, Do we need to look at exercise classes instead of, you know, going to the gym? Do you get lost in the machines and just are you bored and feel unmotivated? Would being in a class environment help? Another example might be you're trying to get more organized or clean your house more consistently. So maybe that looks like every Sunday, I'm going to make sure that I listen to some music or a podcast, audiobook, and clean my space and organize. And then after that, I'll look at my planner, put in any extra to-dos, schedule in the things that I want to get done, see where my time is going, kind of doing a brain dump. And again, this can set me up for success, not only physically, but mentally for the week. You know, is there a way for you to implement a goal and kind of kill two birds with one stone, whether that's like doing mindfulness and breathing while doing the dishes or doing exercises while watching TV 
Or is there a natural routine that you're already implementing that you can extend and add something else into like um, journaling or reading for 15 minutes or even 10 minutes before you do your skincare routine or take a shower? There are so many ways we can do this. The opportunities for this are endless. I'm just giving a bunch of examples to kind of allow you to reflect, jog your kind of brain and start to kind of think about this. For some of you, it may be the opposite and you need to do less and learn to manage your time in a different way. And the thing you really need to work on is letting go and relaxing and doing less. And this could be an opportunity to assess your time and take note when it feels heavy or frustrating or like you're pushing really hard and using these as indicators as to where maybe you need to pull back, where you need to say no um, and evaluate how you're using your time. So maybe that is um, creating set limits on appointments and work, realistic expectations for your health and well-being and what you can really manage in a day, turning off your phone at a certain time or putting on do not disturb Um, scheduling thing, again, scheduling activities into your schedule um, and working around those rather than trying to fit something into your schedule with everything else. So again, um, creating attainable goals that work for you, that you can move into with a little bit more ease and grace rather than Um, pushing against the tide, if that makes sense. Because again, resistance and healing is most likely going to come up um, when you are making changes in your life. Um, So creating goals that support where you're at to help empower you to keep growing and moving forward and create um, that bigger vision that you have for yourself. So I hope that jogged your brain in a supportive way. And I think we're going to start to segue into our second tip. Creating visuals and reminders to help hold ourselves accountable. Um, And also to help you embody that energy that you're looking to create, if that makes sense. Um, And I know that this is kind of one of your like basic, I hate to say basic bitch, like manifesting techniques, but that's kind of how it's coming through. Um, But honestly, I haven't made a vision board in quite a few years. And this year I made one. Well, I shouldn't necessarily say I haven't made a vision board because I'm looking at two bulletin boards full of pictures and um, quotes and things like that, that I have had up last year, but um, I feel like really having like a concrete vision board that I took the time to do at the beginning of the year rather than just kind of hanging random stuff throughout the year. And honestly, I love it. I think it's actually a great way to do it. I used Pinterest to help me find more pictures that work for me um, and put them on like a document. Um, I know people use magazines and stuff, but um, to really find the energy and aesthetic that I was looking for, um, yes, I have quite a bit of Venus in my chart. Um, No, I'm just kidding, but not really. (laughs) Um, So to have uh, images and quotes that really um, inspire me and feel good, um, this can help with our manifesting process. Um, so having a vision board where you see it, um, hanging up, uh, affirmations to help with mindset shifts, 
you know, and these can be again in areas where you see them when you wake up in the morning, when you're making your lunch or your coffee, um, in your bathroom as you get ready. Again, what are ways that you can create visuals and reminders? Do you need to have a planner that includes a habit tracker? Would downloading an app to track your progress be supportive? Um, Do you need to find a group of friends or online group or a person who you resonate with that is doing the same thing as you? Um, That can be really empowering and encouraging and supportive um, to have people working on the same thing as you. Um, And also showing up honestly. Um, I feel like there's sometimes energy where it's like we have to be like perfect on our way to, you know, achieving what it is that we want. But maybe that's just me. (laughs) Um, But I feel like being more honest with our process and that oftentimes change looks like an up and down, you know, graph rather than like this straight trajectory forward. It's just... Um, unrealistic. I feel like the more that we can kind of be honest and find communities that feel that way, um, the better off we'll be, the more empowered that we'll feel in the long run. And like, okay, I'm not alone and like having a hard time with this um, or having healing come up through this and that's okay. You know, um, something else that's dropping in is like going to therapy. Um, I'm a big advocate for therapy. I know it doesn't work for everybody, but um, having someone also to talk to about the things that are coming up for you while um, attaining to um, a goal or intention. Um, Another thing that I want to mention is a program or this online thing called Focusmate. I actually heard about it in another podcast and I haven't tried it yet, um, but I definitely will if I need to. Um, It's basically this thing where you go on and you're with a stranger for a set amount of time. So like if you struggle with holding yourself accountable to things, um, this is a great way to do that with somebody else. Um, They're also doing whatever it is that they do. So you go on and you're with a person and you tell them what you're planning on accomplishing through the time allotted. I forget if it's like a half an hour or 45 minutes um, or whatnot. It's a free thing as well. You can have a paid one, but there is a free program as well where you do get quite a bit for free. Um, So you go on, you say, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. And then you bang out what you're trying to do, whether it's cleaning your room, whether it's writing for a half an hour, whether it's, you know, whatever it is um, that you need to get done or want to get done. And you're trying to hold yourself accountable. Um, This is for, again, people who may struggle with holding themselves accountable and doing the damn thing. Um, You know, that self-sabotage comes up, that procrastination comes up, whatever it is. Um, just another, you know, hint or helpful tip if um, it resonates for you. I felt like mentioning it because I thought it was pretty cool when I heard about it. And I definitely will be using it if there's something that I find myself in a rut kind of thing. Um, so another thing that I suggest is creating a corner or an area that feels supportive to you to implement your goals. Um you know, and also, you know, buying a couple of things. I'm not saying you have to go out and buy everything, um, but finding things to help you feel good and motivated about what you're doing um, and feel embodied in the energy that you want to create. Um, And I know that this is a little bit surface level um, because, 
Visuals and aesthetics are great, but we do have to go deeper into our healing when we're breaking patterns and shifting our lives. So I'm going to kind of start to dive deeper into that energy. But I do, again, want to mention having things or a space that allows you to feel supported and empowered and aligned with moving forward. Um, Part of manifesting is feeling into it and aligning through that feeling. So we really don't need anything at all. We can literally do this even just through visualization um, and meditation and visualizing and feeling into what it is that we want. But I do think having stuff like this um, around can help kind of be like, hey, remember this intention, remember this goal, remember what you're working on and your vision and who you want to be. So with that, I'm going to start to kind of dive into the third tip, which is all about mindset shifts. Um, Oftentimes, there is resistance when we are sticking to our goals. There is healing that comes up. Um, There are stories that comes up and excuses as to why I can't stick to this goal. Um, You know, we may fall back into old patterns or avoid doing the things that we want to be doing because it takes time to switch the way we think and do things. And that's on a psychological level. And I feel like, again, normalizing the process of change um, and understanding that it's okay to kind of, you know, take three steps forward and two steps back or one step back and then four more steps forward or one more step forward. It doesn't have to be, um, again, great leaps and bounds all the time. Sometimes we are very much in an internal growing period and that is totally okay and that is a part of the process and that does not mean that you are not moving forward and growing. It is a part of the change and process. It's, it's all about the little things for me. It's about taking those intentional grounded steps um, to get to the next step. Um, and to create ease within a pattern. Um, it's a practice. Healing's a practice. Habits are a practice, etc. So some things to kind of think about. You know, what mindset pops up when I'm saying no to this goal or making excuses as to why I can't stick with this goal? What is the story? How did this problem start or pattern start? What is holding me back? You know, believing in yourself and your abilities? Are you feeling perfectionistic or feeling vulnerable and starting something new or putting yourself out there in a new way? Um, Is it the people I'm spending time with or the people that um, I'm telling about my goals? Do they believe in me? Um, Are they people who are also trying to make changes in their lives? Um, And this isn't a means of being in competition with people or judging people. Um, But sometimes we kind of need to do it on our own um, and build that integrity within ourselves um, without telling the whole world, if that makes sense. I do think it's great to have um, even one person who is like rooting for you and cheering you on, but it does come back to you at the end of the day. And you know, reminding yourself that you can do this and that you're worthy of change and that it's okay to be new at something and maybe not be very good at it. Um, It's okay to show up messy. It's okay to struggle and fumble your way through because you don't, you don't walk before you run. You know, when I was writing this, I kept seeing a baby trying to walk you know, we're holding on to things before we let go. And when we let go, we fall a few times and probably a few more times. (laughs) 
you can't walk before you run. So you kind of have to find your footing and find your rhythm, maybe have a little bit of trial and error. Um, you know, sometimes we have to do things wrong for us or miss in misalignment in order to figure out what actually works for us. So we may be um, going down a certain path with our goal and it's just not working. And then we're like, well, what if I try something different instead of giving up? Um, and just being patient with yourself and the process. Um, and you can create affirmations for this. I am worthy of change. You can do this, Molly, you can do this. It's okay to be new at something. Maybe I'm not very good at it. Maybe we're all learning, you know, maybe this is a way to put yourself in a class and be like, we're all here to learn and that's okay. Um, you know, reminding ourselves it's okay to be imperfect. Um, you know, we're human. We will always be imperfect. Um, learning to be patient and gentle and graceful with ourselves in the process, um, reminding ourselves that this may feel uncomfortable, this may feel vulnerable. I'm moving out of my comfort zone, and that's a part of that. We have to be uncomfortable in order to get comfortable. Um, and this is a practice. Again, um, this is a practice. Um, I feel like there's a lot of even like in talking about all of this, it feels like a lot of solar plexus energy and connection to that energy. So that's an energy center. It's the third chakra. It is the color yellow. Um, it has to do with our inner power and making change and having choice. It's our worthiness. It's boundaries or setting boundaries and limits. Um, it's where our identity and ego lives. So also things to think about is, are you giving your power away to other people, societal or family expectations, unrealistic expectations? Are you giving your power away to your past? For whatever reason, when I was writing out this episode, that chakra kind of came online for me. So um, you may or may not want to look up some tips to empower that chakra or crystals or tools, etc. But let me get back to what we were talking about with mindset. I also would recommend in this step writing down the thought you know, how can you change this into a positive affirmation? Where do you need to hang this um, so that you see it every day and that you can remind yourself when you're going into the old mindset? And it's not about being perfect. It's not about having perfect thinking or always being in high vibrational thinking. That's just not reality. Um, but we can choose to become aware of those thought patterns and continue to practice to shift them. And over time, um, those thought processes will become easier to move into rather than always going to the thought process or thinking pattern that you've always gone to. Another um, reason that I feel like we also put off our goals is giving the excuse, I don't have time. So this is where we have to ask ourselves, where can you make time? If this is really important to you, starting to evaluate where you spend your time. And again, creating ease and figuring out a way to fit this into your schedule um, in a way that works for you, um, but also you know, being honest with yourself about, you know, again, how you're spending your time and energy and where it is that you want to be, which I guess is a perfect segue to move into the next goal or the next tip, which is 
what I'm calling do something your future self will thank you for, you know, holding our vision for our future self when resistance surfaces. This is something I really needed to hear. And a friend told me this years ago when I was really struggling to get out of my own way um, and move forward. Um, She talked to me, you know, sometimes we have to envision how we'll feel after doing the thing that we're putting off. You know, are we going to regret not moving forward and doing this? Is it going to make it harder for us in the long run if we continue to put this goal off? So again, oftentimes when we create change, there's that resistance that comes up. There's that cognitive dissonance that comes up where this conflicting belief or pattern that we're used to is almost competing with the new one. And that takes time to integrate. You know, for me, something that I tend to come back to when we're making, when I'm making changes in my life is like feeling into it, like imagining myself doing the thing and how I'm going to feel afterwards and imagine not doing the thing and how that will feel afterwards. And that can be for the um, energy as well of taking less off of your plate. So it's like, is doing this thing going to make me feel more drained? Is not doing this thing going to uplift me and make me feel better and a little bit more full in my cup and refreshed in my energy and more heart centered. Um, so it can work both ways, this energy. Um, I had a boss where he used to run and I remember I was like, Oh, I, I like to run too. And his response stuck with me. He said something like, um, I don't necessarily like to run, but I do it because I need to. Um, For him, there was a benefit to this that helped him in the long run. And sometimes that's where we need to start and go back to when we're implementing goals. Um, You know, what's your why? What is the intention behind this goal? Um, so for me, I'm going to use working out as an example, um, working out as a way to get any extra energy out, any frustration, pent up energy or anxiety that may be distracting me from actually moving forward in a better way. Um, we can also, you know, I can also use meditation and yoga. Um, this connects me to my body. It brings me back to the present. It connects me to my breath and helps realign my nervous system, helping relieve anxiety. Um, It brings me back to center. You know, again, what is the why? Why are we doing this? Because sometimes the getting out the door or like, if that makes sense, is the hardest part. Um, I can remember many times when I was talking about running or creating something new. It's like, it's all that internal energy that is the hard part to get through. Because once you're out the door, it's like you're doing it. Does that make sense? Um, So reminding ourselves, how am I going to feel after? You know, I may not want to clean my room, but I know that cleaning my room and having an organized space allows me to feel more at ease and relaxed and empowered to do whatever it is that I want to do for fun in my space or what feels good in my space, right? It sets me up for success. And I almost feel like this is kind of about integrating two timelines. It's kind of part of that envisioning process um, where it's like, okay, I see my future self and I want to be her, but I'm also here in the present and I need to start showing up as that future self as much as I can um, to, again, move myself forward into alignment and asking ourselves, who do I want to be? Um, and start showing up as them little by little. 
which creates that shift and creates that change. And now I want to start to like talk about like being gentle with yourself and always being worthy um, of creating the life that you want to create no matter where you're at, no matter who you are. Um, So I feel like this is a great segue into my last um, tip for you, which is it starts today and being gentle with oneself. Um, My coach in high school, um, I ran on and off through high school um, in track and cross country and um, Coach Hor, he used to do these awards every week. Um, he had like three different awards. I don't remember them at all, but I do remember this one. It was called It Starts Today. And I honestly don't remember what it was about or what it even meant. Um, I'm assuming it meant someone who was basically, I keep hearing the word like resilient, who just kept showing up every day, um, even when it was hard. And they you know, succeeded at some sort of goal that they were wanting to succeed. And even if it wasn't the like big goal, it was about making progress. It was about making progress and not perfection. You know, I have come back to this um, since then, a lot more since then, not during high school per se. Um, But it starts today. And reminding ourselves that setting goals and making progress and getting into the flow of things takes time, it takes energy, um, and it takes resilience. You know, we're changing the way we do things, we're changing the way we think about things and how we respond to life and what we're used to. We're changing our brains, we're changing our patterns. Um, and you are worthy to get on the horse as many times as we need. Um we're human and we're always learning and growing. And this is just a reminder again, that it's okay to fumble along the way. And it's okay to say, okay, there's always today, like I can always restart today. And this is with thinking, this is with action. Um, This is about how we show up. This is about how we feel about ourselves. Um, You know, we can always come back. You know, we always have that opportunity for as long as we're here. to shift and grow and move in a new way. I also, you know, want to talk about being gentle with ourselves because um, I found in the past that, um, and sometimes even still, where I go back to almost bullying myself into change. Um, it literally, when I was writing this, I started to hear like Billy Mays, like Billy Mays, like yelling at me about OxyClean. Um, or like the coach in the movie who's like yelling at about what a joke you are and how much you suck and you aren't going to get better if you don't, you know, do this and blah, 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 blah. And like, um, I was looking at pictures a couple of weeks ago and I came across this white, a whiteboard that I bought to use almost as like a motivational board and the quotes and things that I wrote on there, it was so much of this masculine, like almost like toxic masculinity energy, um, which I hate to necessarily use that term, but it was. It was very much like get your ass out there and do it and do it for the, you know, and it was just this aggressive energy. Um, and I have found that that there is a difference between toxic masculinity and an empowered masculine energy that motivates us and drives us forward in an empowered way. There's a difference between beating ourselves into change and doing so from a place of empowerment. 
Okay, something else to say is from a space of polarity, sometimes fear or anger or frustration with ourselves can lead us to change. That is healthy. Um, but I just want to talk about in terms of like those mindset shifts, um, and that inner critic, um, that's not empowering. It does not feel good to beat ourselves up or beat ourselves into change. Um, instead learning to encourage and support, um, imagining an image of our inner child just dropped in, um, as I'm talking about this. So it's almost like, would you go and tell a little kid the things that you're saying to yourself in order to quote unquote motivate you? So instead of having your inner critic drive the bus of change, instead of saying like you're lazy or whatnot, um, saying you can do this. Um, it starts today. Um, progress, not perfection. Um, how can we encourage and empower ourselves when our shadow kicks in? You know, becoming aware of that and understanding our shadow so we can learn to work with it and shift gears with, again, accountability and empowerment, but also um, self love. We're doing it because we love ourselves, not because we hate ourselves. Um, I heard that in a podcast recently where this woman said, you know, are you doing this because you hate yourself or are you doing this because you love yourself? And again, from a space of polarity, maybe not liking the way you do something is leading you to doing it differently, but we don't have to, um, beat ourselves into change. Um, that's kind of not the point. And it's not about being perfect either, you know, sometimes we need to go easier on ourselves. Um, again, like I was talking about in the beginning about creating attainable goals, sometimes we think we're creating an attainable goal um, and stuff comes up along the way that we realize there may be more steps that we need to kind of integrate or more healing that needs to be done in order to continue to move forward. So we may have to pare back. We may have to pivot. And that's okay. Um, a little progress is better than staying where you're at when there's a desire to move forward. Another thing that I just kind of want to talk about here is um, in pivoting your goals is, is this actually like what you're being guided to move towards? Are you continuing to hit roadblocks or setbacks? Or are you receiving signs and synchronicities about something else? But you're like, oh, but I have to do this, but I have to do this. And it's like, that's where that kind of like ego comes in or that should, I, sh- I you know, that should, I have to, I have to, it's like that societal expectation. Are you living true to yourself? Are you doing this because you want to, because it feels aligned for you? Um, Or is it because Joe Schmo on TikTok was doing it and you feel like you have to be with the times or be with what everybody else is doing? (laughs) That's not what this is about. So again, coming to center with what it is that you truly want and moving towards that um, can create more flow for you and um, more alignment and ease and fulfillment and like satisfaction that, okay, I'm on my way. And it may not look like what everybody else is doing. And I may not be working on what everybody else is working on or supposedly working on. Um, Because again, we can get lost in everyone else's stuff, especially with all of the social media that we have now. Um, It can be very hard to compare when we're not really seeing the full picture. I also, you know, Sometimes the universe keeps shutting a door in our face because we're meant to go and open the one down the hall. And I know that's cliche, but it's true. Taking the time to reevaluate when you need to 
and asking yourself if this is really supportive of you and your growth and what it is that you need right now. Because also sometimes life happens and things that we can't control show up and we need to take time to pivot because we're literally dealing with something that we weren't expecting. And we may need to shift what it is that we thought that we were going to be doing. You know, we have this image of, okay, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. But then the universe is like, oh, did you have a plan? Because I have one too. And sometimes we need to take a step back and honor that. And we need to come back when it feels like the right time. Um, Or maybe we need to abandon it completely. And I don't mean abandon ourselves. You know, again, I want to create an empowering space But I think sometimes our shoulds and um, the expectations that we have for ourselves or what we think we should be doing isn't really what our heart and soul really wants to be doing, if that makes sense. I I hope that I'm I'm getting this across in the right way. Um, But again, um, reminding ourselves that it starts today. We can come back to something when it feels aligned and when we need to over and over again. And in that process of showing up and building habits, when we fall off the wagon, we always have the opportunity to start again. Um, And that's the beauty of life um, and the beauty of waking up every day. We can shift and make progress. Again, it's not about perfection. It's about a little progress is better than staying where you're at when there is a desire to move forward and to change and be who we want to be um, and be in alignment with ourselves and show up as our true selves. So with that, I hope that you're able to get something from this episode, whether you use it right now um, or start implementing them now or in the future, or if this is something you feel like you may need to come back to um, whenever you need and you don't have to do it all at once. You know, you can focus on a few things and that's better than trying to do like 10 hundred gazillion things all at once. And that's also, again, where I'm like, where is your energy naturally feel pulled to change right now or to shift um, or to embody or to embrace about yourself? I think I'm going to kind of leave it at that. If you liked this episode, please like and share or rate the podcast if I would really appreciate it. Um, And I just want to thank you all for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed musing with me.